I'm Rachel Olstead, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. As a life coach, I help women just like you harness the power of your thoughts to take your good life and make it great. Join me each week here for inspiration, stories, and practical life coaching tools with real life application to start taking small steps towards creating the life of your dreams. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dream Builder Society podcast. We are on episode number 77 and we are talking today about the power of less and we're going to dig into this idea that less is actually more. And I think on a logical and a intellectual level, a lot of people have heard this term, less is more, and can kind of get on board with like, oh, I can, I can see how there is power in less, right? But I think that there is still a disconnect between logically and intellectually knowing that less is actually more or can create more and actually like applying it to our lives. I think that there's such a disconnect here because our society and really around the world, right? There's this massive obsession and emphasis on more, on bigger, faster, stronger, better, more, 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 right? More stuff, more activities, more is better, right? More money, more things in our homes, right? More decorations, more activities for our kids, more whatever, fill in the blank, right? Of whatever in our lives, in our businesses, in our relationships, right? That this obsession with more. And I want to talk a little bit about like where this stems from and kind of the psychology and the thoughts behind this idea, because it, it at its base level is not necessarily a bad thing, right? Like some having more of some things is actually a good thing, right? Does actually benefit us in our lives. But I see so many women and well, so many people in general, but so many women specifically getting caught up in this narrative that we need to have and we need to do and we need to be more. And this stems so much from this like scarcity mindset and pervasive thinking that really like plagues all of us. I think this is just the human condition that our brains constantly offer us of like this not enoughness, this general theme of not enoughness, right? That we're not enough, that the things that we're doing are not enough, that there's not enough money, not enough time, not enough, not enough, not enough, right? And so of course, when our thinking is rooted in scarcity and in lack and in not enoughness, Of course, the logical answer to that is, well, we need more, right? Our kids should be doing more things. We should have more activities, more homework in schools, more more offers in our businesses, right? We need more more people on our email lists. We need more, more time to go shopping, right? We need more decorations, more things for our houses, more whatever. Again, fill in the blank. But because it's stemming from this place, oftentimes of this not enough lie that we've been living, 
more is actually not necessarily creating the results that we want. Because the thing is, doing more, right, and having more stuff and creating more in our lives is sometimes like a band-aid fix, right? And it's not actually like creating a higher quantity, right? This idea of more, having more stuff, for example, is actually taking away from the quality of the things and experiences that we are having in our lives, And so I want to present this argument in lots of different ways and examples that I'll give you here in just a moment that like less actually is more and that less actually allows us to create more. And so for example, in our lives, having less stuff, less clutter in our homes actually allows for more of the good stuff right? Allows for more connection, allows for more space, allows for more time together as a family, right? Allows for more clarity, I guess, like in our physical spaces as well, right? More room to play and explore and create in. And so having less in so many different areas and doing less and really getting rid of so many of the tasks that are filling up our ever-growing to-do list and schedules and lives and homes and businesses and relationships, right? From this pressure of having to have and do and be more is actually creating the opposite effect. And even looking at some different areas of our, our life, like I said, our homes and our clutter But even like our rules in our homes and expectations that we have of ourselves and others and of our kids and of our businesses and just expectations in general, right? Having fewer rules. And this isn't me saying like we should just be like total anarchy. Let's just like run wild and not have, not have any things, any activities, any expectations. Like this is not what I'm saying. But I think so often, we increase our rules, right? We increase our expectations and we just like keep piling on thinking that that is going to be the answer to our problems. When really oftentimes it's actually, it's actually creating more problems. It's creating more overwhelm. The things that we don't want, right? It's creating more stress. It's creating more frustration. It's creating more discontentment, right? When we have these huge expectations of ourselves and how our lives should look and how our homes should look and how our kids should behave and how our marriages should be and how our businesses and careers and our health, like all of these expectations. And so having fewer expectations, having fewer rules, having fewer of these things allows us to be way more intentional with the quality of them and make sure that we're choosing them for the right reasons, not because we're lacking of something, right? But rather because we're not lacking, we don't need more, right? I really want that to sink in because we're not lacking right? When we adopt this like 
whatever, you can call it abundance mindset if you want, or sufficiency mindset, or just the thought that like, I am enough. Like my life is enough. My everything that I have is enough and really understand and believe in this enoughness allows us to not live in this like land of needing more all the time that we are so content, we are so happy, and we can learn to do this, right? This is a learned skill, and it comes from our thoughts, just like choosing those thoughts over and over and over again, that we are enough, we have enough, and to learn to be content with that. Because here's the truth, you guys. If we cannot be content with what we have, with the time that we have, with the money that we have, with the homes and the the lives and the businesses and the relationships, right? And the things that we have, we're not going to be content with more. And I know that this is like really hard to wrap our heads around because uh, the world tells us that of course we'll be happier with more, right? Like that's the point of advertising and marketing in so many different capacities that like your life will be better if you have more of this. But that's a lie, right? If we can't be happy with what we have and who we are right now, having more is just going to ha- be a different circumstance, right? And we know that circumstances alone do not create feelings, nor do they create different results, right? Our thoughts do, our beliefs do. And so the work is not just being content with what we have right now, like that's part of it, right? Accepting who we are, the lives that we have, what is happening right now. So we're not fighting reality, but also really evaluating, like actually questioning that like narrative, like is more actually better? Like, do I want more things? Do I want to have more offers in my business? Do I want to be marketing my business on more platforms, right? Do I want my kids to be in more activities? Do I want more things in my house? Or considering the idea that less or fewer, right, might actually be a really good thing, And if this idea is like new to you, right, or it seems scary to have less, to do less, to have fewer activities, fewer things in our homes, if this is scary, right, that's where the work comes in to figure out why, right? Why am I scared of intentionally creating a life that is focused on less things, right? Fewer things, but better quality. So it's really this idea of quality over quantity. And this is always going to be, at least in my experience, like somewhat difficult because we're fighting against like this collective belief, right? That more is better. But I want to offer you today that that less is actually more powerful, 
right? Less allows us having less stuff, decluttering our homes, decluttering our businesses, decluttering our lives, like allows for us to create more connection, more time, more opportunities, right? More clarity, more love, more compassion, more space. Like when we get rid of so many of the things that are no longer serving us, when we start getting rid of some of the toys, some of the clutter, some of the junk that we've just collected over the years, when we get rid of some of the high expectations that were like basically impossible expectations that we're holding ourselves to, We open up the door for more love for ourselves, right? More compassion when we get rid of, and again, this is not me saying like we shouldn't have things and should just live in a a blank house with four walls and, (laughs) um, and, and not have things and not, you know, do activities and sign our kids up for activities or not have, you know, multiple offers in our businesses and not pursue lots of different projects or passions or hobbies. Like that is not what I'm saying, but it's really, it's really more about like taking inventory, taking stock on our lives and actually seeing, like asking ourselves these questions of like, what are my values? What do I truly value? Because I think a lot of times we add more and start doing more because we are not focused on our values and the quality of the things that we want in our lives and the quality of the experiences that we want in our lives, but we're more focused on answering the question of like, what should I be valuing? Right. And we're looking outside ourselves to see like, oh, what does society value? What do other families, what do other people value? Oh, I should maybe value those things too. When that's all backwards, right? So we we need to turn inward and we need to ask, like, what are my values? What is important to me in my life? Right. And from that place, then I want you to really ask yourself, like, what do I want? to create? What do I want to achieve in all the areas of your life? Like I want you to think about that in your finances, in your marriage, in your parenthood journey, like in your business or in your career or in your home, in your time, right? In all of the different areas of your life, like asking yourself, what are my values and what do I want to achieve and what do I want to create? And from that place, right? Then you can actually start taking stock and taking inventory of like, okay, are the things that are in my life currently, are the activities that are in my life currently, are all of the, basically it is everything that I'm doing and have right now support what I want to achieve, what I want to create and what I value? Yes or no? right? And you get to go one by one through these different areas of your life. And I know that this is not just like a a quick journal activity. Like this is going to require you to spend a little bit of time kind of dissecting, but it's like the best work because you get to, instead of filling your life and your schedule and your home, right? With more stuff because that's what society says we should do. Now we get to actually be intentional about what we keep and what we get rid of, right? What we literally get rid of and throw in the trash, what we bring to the donation center, what we 
sell, right? And the things in our home and what we get rid of as far as like commitments, things that we've signed up for, maybe activities or maybe things and tasks and items that we've added to our to-do list. When we ask ourselves these questions, right, then we get to the bottom of it. Like what is actually essential? What's essential right now? What's important right now for what I want to create, right? For what I want to achieve. And what's maybe not super essential? What's not important right now or maybe ever that I can just let go of, right? That's like one less thing to worry about, one less thing to clean, one less place to show up online in our businesses, right? One less activity that we have to rush to and from every night or one less expectation, that we're putting on our relationships, right? Like clearing the clutter, right? Clearing the mental clutter, clearing the to-do list clutter, clearing the clutter in our homes and making space for the things that are essential, are important, are valuable to us and really paying attention to the quality of things rather than the quantity, just because that's what someone somewhere told us that we should be doing, right? So I really want you guys to consider that there is so much power in less, right? And that less can actually be more in so many of the areas of our lives that are important to us. Right? Like, I want you guys to have an amazing life. I want you to have the life and the relationships and the experiences that you desire. And oftentimes, like, one of the big things standing in between where we are now and where we want to be is just all of the clutter. And I'm using that word clutter intentionally because it it shows up in a lot of different places, right? The things in our homes. And and again, it's not just like the physical things, but it's all the mental clutter too, right? So when we start cleaning that out and paring things down and focusing on fewer and less, but higher quality of uh, things and ideas and experiences, that makes it so it it like opens up the path for us to create and to live and to actually have the life that we want. So that is what I wanted to share with you guys today. I know that this is not easy work, but this is so interesting that like when we, and when I start doing this work with my clients, like every single time when we start doing thought work, right? When we start exploring our brains and creating new results and focusing on the goals and and things that we want to achieve in our lives, like without fail, it's so interesting watching my clients go through this experience of starting to clean out their mind, right? Starting to clean out their thoughts. It always shows up in that they like start decluttering in other areas as well. And it's so fun to see because it's like contagious, right? Into the different areas of our lives when we actually see and recognize how much power we have and that there is power in less. It is like mind blowing, right? And then we start, um, we start doing this, this decluttering of sorts in the other areas of our life. And it's so fun to see. And I know it provides so much more 
clarity and control, right? in our lives as well. And I see it time and time again with my clients. And so I wanted to share this concept with you and share that, like even doing this work in my life and really focusing on instead of more all the time, doing more, having more, really ridding myself in like the enoughness that is my life, that is my reality. And so I don't need more and neither do you right? We don't need more. There are some things that we want more of, right? But the things that you want more of, like, I just want you to start questioning if those are actually based on your values and what's important to you, or if that is, um, just something that, that the world is telling you, you should value. So you get to decide because it's your life and you are in control. You're in the driver's seat. All right. That is all I have for you guys today. As always, if you want to dig into this work for yourself, you want to really explore this work. You want to feel less stressed. You want to feel less overwhelmed. You want to get back into the driver's seat of your life. Like I talked about life coaching and doing this work in any area of your life may be the next step for you. And if this is something that is speaking to your heart and you are ready to do this work and you want support, I invite you to come coach with me. We will dig in and we will create your best life and make sure that it is of utmost quality over quantity. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love if you'd head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a review so we can continue to get this content into the hands of other incredible women just like you. If you're interested in learning more about the work I do and what coaching could look like for you, head over to rachelolstead.com and book your free clarity call so we can explore how coaching can help you create your own dream life too. 